The FT. Hello, I'm Patrick Jenkins, the financial editor at the FT. I've been speaking to Anthony Brown, the chief executive of the British Bankers Association, about the topic of the new senior managers regime. This is the new regulatory structure to govern the actions and governance responsibilities of bank directors and senior managers. The background to this is that at HSBC, there were suggestions that a couple of UK directors were resigning or were about to resign because of the onerous nature of this new regime, which has yet to come into force, but was spooking directors, allegedly. So I started by asking Mr. Brown whether actually there had been any resignations from banks as a result of this new regime. Absolutely none. I'm not aware of anyone. Personally, I haven't come across anyone who's uh, preemptively resigned. The thing about the seniors managers regime is it's in the process of being designed at the moment. It needs to go into secondary legislation before the election, I think, is the timeline. It then needs to be implemented during 2015 at some point. So we're still a long way off. Now, I appreciate you won't want to talk about individual banks and, in this case, the HSBC suggestions. But the broader point about the extent to which this is a huge burden on directors or senior managers and the extent to which that is putting good people off from doing this kind of job, it's something that's been raised publicly by some senior bankers. Do you feel that that's a big risk, actually? Well, it's definitely a concern in the industry. And this is for the independent non-executive directors who aren't chairs, the audit and uh, risk committees who've got slightly different roles within a bank. And it's definitely fair to say that there is fairly widespread concern that you're actually putting burdens on non-executive directors that it will basically be impossible for them to meet and there is a danger that you'll find it more difficult to get the sort of the good quality really experienced staff who've got non-executive directors who can do lots of other things in their life they could go and become non-executive directors in other industries for example without having some regulatory expectation that you're responsible for something that actually you can't in that role actually really have responsibility for so there is that danger there. I assume you would endorse the idea that the FCA's definition of non-execs should be narrowed to limit the scope of the senior managers regime. We do, yes. I mean, broadly, we support the senior managers regime. We totally accept the arguments. You need greater individual responsibility and accountability within banking that's clear from the PCBS work and the crisis. And the senior managers regime is a good way to do that. And we're keen to make it work well. We do have a couple of concerns. One is about NEDs, and and this is particularly on the FCA side of things, the Financial Conduct Authority side of things, rather than the Prudential Regulatory Authority, two slightly different regimes. And we think it's important to appreciate the role of NEDs. And these are the non-executive directors who aren't chairman of the Risk Committee or the Audit Committee of a board. So their role is to independently challenge and to hold account the chief executive and the executive management of the organisation. Our concern is that if they are made personally responsible for internal management issues, they will effectively become part of the management of the bank and they'll lose that independent role of challenging and holding the senior management to account and uh, that is our main concern there. We've got a couple of other things we'd like to see changed a little bit. One is the scope for the, there's also rules of conduct as part of the regime and that is uh, again on the FCA side rather than the PRA said, that's extended to pretty much all staff working for banks, including sort of back office and admin staff and so on. And our concern is there that a lot of these people, sort of admin assistants, you don't need to introduce a big bureaucratic regime there, or at least we can't see what the benefit will be to customers or to the market. If there are benefits to customers or to the market, then absolutely fine. We'll do it and we'll make it work. Do you think your views on that have been heard? Well, we hope so.
We've been saying it publicly. We do consultation response and we share them. And we want it to work. We are clear, you know, we absolutely want this to work. We want it to work well and we support the broad arguments for it. And this is a process that goes on that we can say, you know, we think it will work better if you do it this way. So the question with the non-executive directors, they play a very important role as an independent challengers to the management. Does the FCA really mean to compromise that or do they accept that that might be one of the consequences of what they do? One of the other things that we're keen to do is make sure there's enough time to implement this fully, particularly the rules of conduct, which, as I said, would apply to almost all bank staff, that actually the current timetable for that is very rapid. And we've asked for a bit more time to enable to roll that out properly in a way that will really make a difference. What there's no point in doing is simply having some sort of tick box exercise where you get everybody working for a bank to tick a box saying they've read these new rules of conduct. That won't really make a big difference. What you've got to do is work out how they will operate for different people working in different places within a bank. If you're a computer programmer or a frontline staff or senior manager, how do these rules of conduct impact the work that you do? What is the training you then need to do to make sure you understand that properly? What is the process you need to put in place to make sure that it is robustly upheld? That will take a bit more time to get that right for what you're really talking about is hundreds of thousands of people working across the industry. Very good. Anthony, thank you very much for joining us. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.